Welcome back to 39 Questions, the podcast that examines anonymous people from around the globe through a thought-provoking, weird, and introspective questionnaire to help us all better understand the human condition. Today, we find ourselves in the Silicon Valley of India, the bustling city of Bangalore. We meet up with a 37-year-old female clinical trial manager who discusses how to cut out toxic people, dealing with anxiety, and disappointing her mother through these 39 questions. Hi, thanks for joining me today. My pleasure. Thank you. Okay, just before we begin, uh, remember that this is completely anonymous. No one knows who you are besides your age, gender, occupation, and nationality. So no need to fear judgment or reprisal. The goal here is really to help you examine yourself and come to kind of a, a greater understanding of who you are as a person. Uh, and everyone who will be listening today will be doing the exact same. So please answer openly, honestly, and instinctively. And afterwards, we'll probe deeper into some of your answers. Okay? Yeah, sounds good. Perfect. If you could change one physical thing about yourself, what would it be? One physical thing about me? I think eyelashes. I basically think, uh, you know, I, I always tell my friends that I'm, you know, bald over my eyes because I don't have much eyelashes. So I would probably want thicker eyelashes and thicker eyebrows. <laughs> but otherwise, nothing, I believe. <laughs> As a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Wow. <laughs> to be very honest, I think it changed every year. Um, I wanted to be a, a singer at some point. I wanted to be a dancer at some point. I wanted to be an astronaut at some point. I wanted to be everything except for an engineer. But ultimately, I ended up, you know, studying engineering and being an engineer, software engineer in India. But I think I strongly uh, felt, um, you know, towards sports. So probably I wanted to represent my country in some sort of sports. I was good in, uh, I was a sprinter. So maybe something in uh, athletic. Okay. Um, what would you say is the physical trait that you're most associated with or most complimented on? Hmm. Physical trait. Um, could you please explain like, uh, an example or something so maybe like uh, let's say when when you get hit on by men a lot okay do they say like oh you have beautiful eyes or i love your hair or you have amazing breasts or something like that what's the physical trait that you're usually most complimented on uh my smile yeah and hair yeah what is your greatest regret in life <laughs> quite a lot uh but again I think if all those didn't happen, maybe I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, to answer that, um, I think I was just 23 or 24. I got an opportunity to uh, flew, uh, fly to Netherlands uh, on an on-site uh, assignment. Um, I wanted to go and I did go actually. Um, I didn't have a clue that I would want to come back. But unfortunately, for some reason, I was dating a toxic guy back then. And I was like, oh, you know what? I think I should go back, uh, get married, uh, get settled in India, have a family. I, I don't know why I was thinking like that. Uh, so I did come back from Netherlands. I just stayed for a year. It was two-year contract and extendable. But I got back for a year. I think that is something that I regret deeply. Because after I got back, um, I broke up with my boyfriend uh, then. 
but yeah it was an enriching experience for me that was the first time i was out of um, uh, the country away from my family i was just all alone it made me stronger and independent and i think i wanted that life um and that sort of pushed me to be where i am today so i think i do regret my decision uh, to be back from netherlands what worries you most about the future worries me about the future i think uh, the climate change um and also the fact that you know there's war between you know you know what's happening i'm not sure if i can take the country's name but yeah whatever is happening <laughs> the conflicts between the countries so i i honestly i cannot believe it's happening at this era you know at this point in time you know when i read or uh, watch documentaries about world war i was like oh you know it was bad then oh people were like this but then you can see it's still happening so that really worries me i i, I sort of you know par- feel paranoid sometimes that you know we might all be part of something really big like world war 3 or something <laughs> makes sense makes sense um how do you define success oh um i think success is success has different definition for each person to each its own uh, so for me uh, if you ask me honestly uh, i do not want to base success on um the number of houses i have or own or the vehicle i own or whatever i think for me is just enjoying um life uh believing in the journey you know rather than the destination uh and enjoying every single moment and if you're happy and at peace i think that success i really don't you know sort of gauge some success on money or something for me it's peace of mind and happiness if you are having so i think yeah you're successful in life it's very healthy <laughs> uh besides today when's the last time you went outside of your comfort zone you know actually i don't i usually i'm a people pleaser um <laughs> uh, <laughs> i think most indians are you know that's how you're raised especially women uh, they sort of tell you that oh you should be pleasing your in-laws you should be pleasing your husband you should be pleasing you should behave like this there's always a pattern uh, in india i'm i'm glad it's changing now but if you ask me um, i think i always went out of my most of the times i've gone out of my comfort zone to for example you know i would just be sitting at home i have a problem saying no and most indians do so there are a lot of times uh, if you ask me for an instance um i think a couple of weeks back i was just at home um and i didn't want to go out uh because you know you have to get ready and all that i'm like really lazy thanks to uh, remote working so my friend was like oh you know what we're in the city would you like to come and i was like mm, you know what i can't say no uh, i was like yeah okay so at that point in time i had to go shower get ready and go put in a lot of efforts um i i think I, anybody in my place would have just said plain no you know what i'm just chilling at home but i didn't want to like i have a problem saying no or i don't know <laughs> what's the one thing that you can't do without i can do without or i can't you can't do without i can't mm. mobile phone to sure um but otherwise if um i cannot save family because i'm away from my family um and i'm not 
I do miss them. It's not like I'm like you know very happy without them. But I think yeah, I think it's phone um, uh, importantly, and I think the next is friends. Like you know, you need friends in life. If not a group of friends, at least a couple of good friends. No, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Which one piece of advice would you give to the next generation? Wow. Um, just enjoy life. Do not fret. Everything will work out. You know, there's no point stressing yourself and, you know, um, how do I say? Like, people think, oh, you know what, once you're 30, you have to have this, you have to have that. No, there's nothing like that. Don't, you know, sort of... Uh, uh, put an age bar or something like that. Just enjoy life. Enjoy every moment. Um, everything will work out in the end, eventually. And whatever happens, happens for the best. Maybe, you know, you will not realize, but I'm talking out of my experience, you know, five years down the lane, you, you will see, you know, the puzzles just get solved uh, without any effort. So I just tell them, you know, enjoy your life. Enjoy the journey. Don't fret. What is the trait that you most, let's say, despise in other people? Oh, um, being unkind um, and being disrespectful. Yeah, I think just being unkind and being disrespectful towards anybody. What's your greatest fear? Greatest fear? Oh, um, I... I really feel the greatest fear for me is losing my loved ones. Um, I lost my dad 10 years ago. Uh, so Sorry to hear that. Um, no worries. Um, I think that's the biggest fear. I really do not want to lose any of my uh, friends or family, uh, my loved ones, to be honest. Oh, this is, this is my fav- favorite question, but it's, Kind of a weird follow-up to the last mm. one, but I'm going to still ask it. Wow. Um, if you had to, how would you kill yourself? Oh, how would I kill myself? Um, oh. <laughs> I, maybe poison myself. Um, yeah. I think that that's it. Poisoning myself. <laughs> I wouldn't want to kill myself. I think... I don't know. A lot of people say, you know, people who die, like, you know, kill themselves are cowards. But I think it takes a lot of guts to do uh, that. So unless I lose my mind, I wouldn't do it, I, you know. But if you, you know, just for answering your question, I think I would poison myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, how would your closest friends describe you in one word? My closest friends? Um, I think I am the life of the group. So a- anywhere, like, you know, I'm not boasting, but I think I'm pretty charming. <laughs> I think I have a good sense of humor, at least, you know, for Indian standard, I do. So I think I, I'm sort of uh, uh, the life of all my friend groups. So, yeah. What can you do today that you couldn't do one year ago? <sighs> one year ago? Um Maybe run five kilometers. Wow. Yeah. Are you training for a marathon or something? No, not at all. It's just that I think, you know, one year ago I was really lazy and now, you know, I sort of work out. I 
uh, yeah, I kind of try to uh, keep myself fit. So maybe um, I could do 5K. Which talent would you most like to have? Talent? Oh my God. Uh, probably to be able to fool people. <laughs> I know a lot of them, you know, who do that. Like, I don't know how they do it. They wouldn't know anything about a topic that's being discussed. They just, you know, sweep in and they're like, they just talk shit and people are like, wow, wow, this guy is so talented and you know, is bullshit. But then people have the talent to uh, sweep away uh, the crowd. Uh, I think that's one thing. And also, I think, I don't know if you consider cooking as a talent. For me, it is. I think cooking is an art. I can't cook. Or I would say, really? rather, yeah, I would rather say I don't cook. Because that's something that doesn't interest me. But I think I would have loved to, uh, you know, had a, have a talent of cooking. Like, cooking good. Is that one of the pressures that your mother put upon you? And is she mad about you because you're not a good cook or you don't really cook well? No, I think it's because, you know, whenever I try to learn, uh, my mo mom would be like, you know, you have to cut it this way. She wouldn't let me do it my way. It was mm -hmm. always her way, which I didn't agree upon. So I was like, okay. I'm not cooking. So I never learned. And I always like, see, in India, right, basically, they, they, you know, they start teaching you at a very young age, you know, they start training you because you're going to get married, you'll have to cook for your in-laws, your husband, you have to keep them happy. So I think for me, I was always like, ah, you know what, I learn. But whenever I tried to learn, my mom was like, not a very good teacher, I will say. Uh, yeah. And I probably or maybe, you know, if you ask her, she might say I was a very, very bad student. So I was like, oh, you know what? It's okay. I can learn. I will learn cooking when the time comes and it didn't come. And um, coincidentally, unfortunately, and luckily, my husband cooks really well, which I didn't know even while I was dating. He was like, yeah, you know, I can cook. I did not know that he could cook really well. But yeah, it has worked, uh, you know, for me really, really well. Do you think that as you get older, you'll want to learn to cook better or cook more? I think cook more. Yeah, maybe I do not cook at all. If you ask me. Um, but yeah, I would like to uh, probably try and you know, I don't know when people say that, like, Oh, you know, it's therapeutic. It's like so nice. How can you not cook? And I'm like, I don't know, for me, it seems more like a chore. But I think I would love to, uh, you know, try at least because my mom is an amazing cook. So there has to be somebody who can carry your legacy. Uh, I, I don't know, maybe or maybe not. <laughs> and as a perfect follow-up what would be your last meal on earth it would be biryani for sure <laughs> uh is that like just the, just a vegetarian version or no 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 I, meat of course of course you know i would probably have a mutton biryani yeah i would want to Ooh. yeah <laughs> um what's the number one travel destination on your bucket list greece I've been wanting to go to Greece for a long time. Uh, it was actually Greece and Switzerland, but last year I went to Switzerland. So this year I've been wanting to go to Greece. I think the next in my list is uh, Turkey after Greece. It's, it's funny that you say that because I've never been to Greece as well, but I'll be going in May. Uh, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's nice. I've, yeah, it's it's an amazing place. So I really hope I get to go this time around. Which person has had the greatest impact on your life? Sorry, I didn't get the question. Um, uh, which person has had the greatest impact on your life? Which person has had a greatest yeah. I think it's my dad. 
um yeah i think it's my dad uh he was i don't know he was a weird person to be honest you know for indian standard um he was i don't know he didn't raise me like a normal girl as in like you know my dad was more like you know you got to be strong you have to be independent while you know you're also trained to um uh, you know sort of mold into the society he was a little bit not like that but otherwise you know he always wanted uh, uh, me to take you know for example when you participate in a competition you lose you know my father wanted me to take it uh, as you know the same when you lose and when he's like you know it's the same you don't have to be really happy when you win you don't have to be really sad when you lose it's you know part of game that's how life is you know take up and down uh, and challenges face the challenges don't run away from it so i think that's something that i've really learned from him and it has impacted me and every time there's a challenge and i'm like you know what i'm not going to bog down by all this whatever it is let me just take one day at a time and see what happens so i kind of challenge uh, when something uh, gets thrown at me um, it's definitely my dad it's very healthy yeah <laughs> to say <laughs> so <laughs> um what is your idea of perfect happiness ah. oh okay <laughs> this is tricky happiness um i think it's like i mentioned to eat its own um happiness probably you know if you dream of something and it gets fulfilled it, it doesn't have to be like really big one you know for me i sort of i'm this person who doesn't i'm not really very ambitious and i'm you know happy to openly say that i'm not very very ambitious uh, person so i'll sort of you know have very um small targets or small dreams i don't dream of bigger things i don't know maybe i'm scared of getting disappointed or maybe not uh so for me it's not like very big you know i i i enjoy smaller things or very little things and i find happiness in that uh you know it can be just you know buying a lip balm and i'll be like oh you know what i bought a lip balm today even though you know i i know my friends you know they're buying big buildings <laughs> buying a car and i'm like buying a lip balm and being happy about it <laughs> um what's your favorite film my favorite film um yeah that's a good question i have quite a few favorites uh, a lot of bollywood but i wouldn't uh, specify bollywood here if you ask me i think my first favorite movie would be um uh, the shoshank redemption i like shoshank redemption um i like shutter island um and avengers avatar titanic yeah that's a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 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 i think the first, if you ask me one i it would definitely be shoshank redemption when do you feel most vulnerable most vulnerable Hmm. Uh, I think when I'm really, really anxious and stressed about something. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. I don't have a definite answer for this, to be honest. But I think it's when I'm like really stressed and worried and anxious about something. There's something big coming up, and I'm like not sleeping properly. Yeah. that's about time and then i guess as a as a as an addition to this what would be your worst habit or what is your worst habit 
my worst habit i think it's overeating yeah i do that sometimes you know i'm like oh you know what i'm going to work out i'll be like you know i won't eat i'll do this and then you know after a couple of months and if there's something all that i do is just sit and eat and like you know i've worked out for two months it's okay if i eat one day it's fine and then it just becomes a habit like for two weeks i'll be just being out i think overeating is my worst habit what do you find that you usually binge on Enjoy, yeah, a lot of Indian. Like, do you, do you get cravings for certain food, or you just sweets. eat whatever's in sweets? sweets? Yeah, sweets. I yeah, chocolates and ice creams. Yeah, and we're very similar in that regard too. I have a huge sweet tooth. I love to yeah. do it. Yeah, I I almost <laughs> eat sweet every day, and I'm like, mm, it's okay. It's just one dark chocolate, and I like I'll have a couple of them, and I'm like, it's okay. I'll run ten minutes more tomorrow. <laughs> you know. Um, who or what is the greatest love of your life? Greatest love of my life, that would be my husband, definitely. Yeah, case. <laughs> I find most people who are married will say that, just in case that their spouse is listening. <laughs> no, not no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I know it's like uh, very cliche, but to be very, very honest, it's my husband, definitely. I've dated a lot of uh, men, uh, some quality men and some not so very good uh, men, uh, but I think. I married him because he was the love of my life. I married really late um for Indian standard. I got married when I was 33. So mm-hmm. I did wait um probably for the right person in courts. There's nothing like it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> What is your let's say pump up or motivational song? <laughs> motivational song. This girl is on fire. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Alicia, Alicia Keys. Keys, yes. What's one of your sexual fantasies? My sexual fantasies. <laughs> um, uh, maybe a threesome. Yeah. Two guys and you or uh Two one girls. girl? Two girls. I think one girl. <laughs> okay. What makes you smile? Dogs. <laughs> um yeah i think they are the best creatures on this earth dogs you know i i don't have one uh, right now um i need to say i don't have a pet here but i've always had dogs uh, ever since i was 5 years old i grew up uh, with my pet dogs um yeah and that's something that i miss in here but you know they always make your bad day a good day they can turn your bad day into a good day any day at least for me it's just their existence that will make me feel better and i will always no matter even if i'm crying if i see your dog i'll be like oh and then continue crying yeah and expanding upon that um what is the quality you want most for, uh, in a friend in a friend yeah loyalty like a dog right yes absolutely <laughs> when are you most confident <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. Mm. I think I am I don't know. I don't feel I'm a very confident person. I do come across as a very confident person. A lot of them tell me that, "Oh my god, you were so confident." I'm like, "Really? I don't think so because, you know, like I said, you know, 
I, I do stress a lot. I do get really anxious, but I don't know. Maybe when I talk, people don't find that or something. Maybe it's just magical, but I'll be like dying inside. I'm not a very confident person, to be honest. And this is something I've not been confident. And I was also not a very optimistic person uh, mm-hmm. as a teenager as well. So if you see my slambergs or, you know, my testimonials on Orkut, I don't know if you remember that back then where you could friends, where your friends could go and write about you. So a lot of my friends would always tell me, Bhavya, you know, you need to be optimistic. You know, you're a pessimist. You really need to get over it. And, you know, you always think you're not a confident person, but we feel you are. So just get out of it. Uh, but but are, so are are there any things in life that you do that make you confident? Yeah, it does. Dancing, you know, if you ask me to go talk, uh, you know, address a bunch of people or like in front of uh, ten people, I would really get scared. But if you ask me to go dance in front of thousand, I think I will just do that without a blink. If you were to die and come back as a person or a thing, what would it be? Wow. Um. <laughs> that's a good question actually i think i would come back as a sports person maybe messy yeah he's yeah. so old now he's gonna retire soon yeah but you know when i come back yeah you might retire soon but all the fame and the game and the sports it's, it's amazing you know <laughs> on what occasion do you lie do I lie? Yeah, I... On what occasion do you lie? Um, maybe to preserve someone's feelings, not to hurt somebody. Yeah, that would be it. Uh, otherwise, you know, I, I would really want to uh, lie as less as possible because sometimes I don't remember what I say. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's easier, you know, if you tell the truth. Uh, so that's my motto, actually, you know, to try and be true to myself and to others as well. So that I don't have to sit and think, what did I tell 10 days ago to my friend for this? She called and what did I say? So, but I think if what I want to say would hurt somebody, then I might not. Um, yeah, I would not say lie, but maybe I think I'm good at hiding, like not say anything um, or lie. I would hide. But if you say on what occasion I would lie, I think, yeah, if. It would hurt my friends or my husband's or my family, anybody's feelings I would like. Not a big thing. If I think it is going to be a big issue someday, maybe not. Yeah, white lies. Yeah, whatever. What matters most to you in your life? What matters? Mm. Mm. I think if you'd asked me this question 10 years ago, I would have told, uh, I would have probably given a list. But at this point in time, I think it's peace of mind. Peace of mind matters the most. If you are peaceful, I think there are a lot of things that get sorted in your life. And what do you think is the saddest thing in life? Saddest thing in life, I think it's people, you know, um, competing with each other. Uh, Everybody has a different journey, but, you know, you still want to be somebody else. I think that's the saddest thing. You you are you should be you. You you know, 
you don't have to compete with anybody you don't have to compare yourself with anybody else i know it's so easy for me to say and i'm a human being right you know i have done it and i do sometimes you know when i see somebody having a good body i'm like oh my god why am i like this i should do something you know when i see somebody yeah it's i think it's very natural but i think we should not do that competing with each other and comparing your life with others that that destroys uh, you know even the littlest of the little happiness if you could make every teenager on earth read one book what would you recommend uh, you're asking a wrong person i am not a reader <laughs> at all at all and also like you said the talent of cooking i think i would have wanted to read as well had the patience you know i think i'm really impatient um i'm like you know i'll read two pages and then i'll start counting how many more pages are there or how much i have to read so that's a i think another you know bad habit of mine uh, but yeah i do not know about the book i'm honestly i don't read books so yeah if you knew you had one year to live what would you do differently i would just quit my job go spend time with my family and travel around and not think about anything at all just live my life to the fullest every minute which i'm not doing now but i would like to do that if i have just one year of time mm what's your happiest memory happiest memory Oh, there are quite a lot actually. Uh, although I keep sulking, oh, this happened with me, that happened with me. But there are a lot of happiest moments. Um, I think the first would be when I when we got the dog the first time. I was just five years old, and I think I was really, really happy because you, as a kid, you wouldn't know what actually you know happiness is, right? Like. for example bigger things you will not know just getting having a dog around you like a small puppy running around you is like the biggest happiness i think that's one thing and also you know um uh, my marriage um i would say i was the happiest but i don't know maybe uh, you know it was sort of mixed feelings i was happy that i was getting married but all the process and the stress that i had was not seeming so uh but i was um yeah there are quite a few like that you know coming to london moving to london after marriage would be one thing and getting an opportunity as a young woman to travel to netherlands to you know uh, explore europe there are quite a lot did you get married in india or in england yeah i did get married in india um i'm from southern part of india so we did get married in a southern uh, wedding style oh wonderful yeah <laughs> what would be the title of your autobiography title of my autobiography hmm that's a good one queen b <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's going to be a queen b because yeah i do feel like one <laughs> what's the worst thing that you've ever done <laughs> oh baby Oh my god the worst thing i have done um i think ask me um I, back in school i was pretty famous i was a popular kid i was teacher's favorite i think mm-hmm. um that didn't get into my head but i was sort of like a captain i might have you know jokingly bullied a couple of kids 
that I shouldn't have done, which I never realized back then. But now when I think of it, I'm like, I was such a horrible person. Even if it was a joke, I shouldn't have said those things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, worst things. Yeah, I've never put anybody's life in danger or something to say that, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think one of the worst things that I've done is coming back from Netherlands again. Yeah, I do regret that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, people say, you know, you have to let go. Uh, you know, don't carry the baggage. You have to let go. I've done it. I've learned it. It's really hard to let go of things. But I think this is one thing that I've, hold, you know, hold on to. Like coming back from Netherlands. Although it did change my life for better for the best where i am today is because of all the experience but i don't know i still feel maybe if i had stayed longer it would have been different or maybe i would have been a different person maybe i would have been more stronger more independent yeah. i would have traveled more you know explored europe met more people you know things like that yeah are you happy yes i am happy and we're going to go to the final question now. Yep. Um, what are the words that you live by? Words I live by. Honesty. Respect. Love. Courage. Yeah. Okay, perfect. That's it. 39 questions. How do you feel? What did you learn about yourself? Oh, I don't know. I For some reason... I am feeling confident and I think I am a positive person now. <laughs> That's yeah. great to hear. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Uh, I, I, I do have that feeling uh, because, yeah, most of the times I sulk and I'm like, eh, this and that. But now when you ask me questions and you sort of put yourself in that place, because when you're thinking you're different, right? So you can just, when somebody asks you a question, are you happy? What's the first thing, Right. So I really think I'm a positive person, which I wasn't like 10, 15 years ago. But now, yeah, I am. I'm feeling that. So You seem quite optimistic. Maybe it's your, the impact of your husband on your life. I'm not really sure. I think a lot of other experiences, definitely a lot of other experiences as well. Uh, having married, uh, you know, my husband, having a partner like him has definitely impacted my life in a very positive way. But even otherwise, before that, all that experiences that I've had, you know, maybe the Netherlands and my life after Netherlands and my life in between uh, Netherlands and my marriage, there were a lot of things that happened, a lot of lows uh, and the way that I handled it and managed to rise again. I think that that sort of, you know, I I evolved uh, to be a better human being. yeah, I, I really hope I just get better and better. So that's great to hear. I, I just kind of want to follow up on a few of your answers because some of them are really interesting. Definitely. One, um, I mean, you talk about uh, leaving leaving Netherlands to go back to India. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when you went back, did you dump this toxic uh, guy right away? Or did you stay with him for like a, a few more months, a few more years? Wow, this is my favorite part, actually. I did dump him in the airport. Um, as soon as you got back yes as soon as i landed he was there with my mom dad and my brother the minute i saw him he came to hug and i knew he was a very toxic person i knew he was cheating on me i had all the evidences i had not told him anything but he was treating me really 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 bad and then he had not spoken to me for like 15 days before uh, uh i reached bangalore 
the place I come from. So I reached and then I was like, I had decided, you know, I had a layover in uh, Dubai uh, for two hours, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. I was really sad to be back. And then I started thinking, okay, now that I'm going back, I should face the reality. Um, I, do I want a life with him? Am I going to live a happy life, a good life, good quality life with this guy? He's lying. He's cheating. Do you want this? And I did really love that guy a lot. I think that was another reason that I was blinded to all that activities that was happening in front of me. And I never, you know, doubted it. But then I was like, yeah, you know what? You have to do. And that two hours, hours I sat and thought and thought and thought. And I'm like, I landed in Bangalore. I saw him. He's like, he came to a hug. I shook my hand and I said, it's over. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I understand why you, I guess, regret your decision then to go back because it's like as soon as you went back, you just you ended that part of your life, and you're like, I could have just stayed in the Netherlands and yep. not deal with this guy. Exactly. So I understand that. Yeah, I, understand. I was sad for not breaking up with him, but I was sad for the fact that I, you know, left an amazing opportunity, uh, you know, for an unworthy person. Uh, if not yeah. for him, I would have continued staying there. But you're right though, it did that that experience did empower you and it kind of gave yeah. you the, the strength to go forward. So I, I guess it was life changing or life altering, but yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um because you know, we always live in fear. Uh you uh, you know, as in we are always worried uh what the society would say because everybody knew about me and this guy and we we sort of a couple and that we were gonna get married. The families had agreed. So it was like an open secret. Everybody knew I was going to end up with him. And to disprove that um, and to face those people, all those questions, all those humiliation, um, it wasn't easy for me. I think that was a major turning point of my life where I think, um, you know, all that I learned being strong, being independent, you know, kind of um, um, came into reality. It was like, a big test for me. Am I going to face it? And I think I did pretty well. I know that's no, that's great. That's great. Um, one the one thing you talked about was how you have difficulty saying no, <laughs> and uh, I could definitely empathize with you there. I, I am I'm similar in, in many situations. Um, but I guess how how do you want to work towards improving that or or becoming more resolute in your decision to just kind of avoid certain things you don't want to do. Yeah, honestly, I'm still working on it. Um, uh, I think I told my husband uh, this year, I don't believe in resolutions as such. Uh, I took a resolution in 2010 that I will never take any resolution and I've been sticking to it. (laughs) But then um, I think, uh, you know, there are a lot of experiences and situations I've put in myself uh, because I couldn't say no. A lot of them were really uncomfortable. And that point, I'm like, you know what? I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be putting myself through this. You know, I'm an adult and people do understand. Um, I don't know in India, you know, they say, if you say no, it's very rude. That's how um, we've been taught. Like if you say no, that means you're rude. So that's why when you talk to an Indian, they say, maybe, I don't know. Do you want to go for a coffee? Hmm, maybe, but you're never saying no. You yeah. know, there are people who can take that, you know, if you say no, they would take it. So it's up to them, right? You just give your answer. Why do you want to go through all that pain? Uh, and I'm still working on it, honestly. Um, but there are a lot of times now, um, you know, I don't like winter. 
and uh, the weather is really bad in here. It rains, it's cold. A lot of them, you know, sort of my friends, they sort of push and go out. Uh, often they're like, you know, you need to keep going out. Otherwise, if you're just sitting in your comfort zone, you know, it won't help. But I've done it. I've gone out of my comfort zone. I've gone, I've gone out, you know, and I've come back really sad. Like, you know, I didn't enjoy this evening or that it was raining or that it was cold. Um, and I'm like, why am I doing this? So now I've started, you know, sort of when someone asked me, like, you know, if I'm free to go out on this day and if I'm not interested, I've just like, you know, started saying, no, you know what? I don't want to, you know, I have this plan. I want to stay home. Uh, and a lot of them think, right, okay, staying home is, uh, or you're just staying home. I don't know. I, it's so underrated, but I think staying home is really awesome sometimes. And most of the oh, times, it's amazing. it's amazing, you know, watching something, watch a nice movie, you know, just sit with your husband, talk about your work or, you know, something about work, whatever is happening. I really like that, you know, even, you know, I don't mind having friends at my place and sit and talk, you know, house parties or things like that. But it's so over, you know, underrated. People are like, you know, you, you, you always feel if you say you want to stay home, they'll think you're lazy or, you know, uh, under enthusiastic or something. I don't know. So I used to worry about it. Like you're always worried about your image. That's when you start trying to be somebody else, which you're not. And that's why you are, you know, in that uh, situation. So I think I've stopped doing it or sort of gradually trying to reduce it uh, this year, especially this year. I started doing it this year. No, that's good. Keep keep it up. Keep it yeah. up. It's very important. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I'm a bit confused about, because you talked about your dad, how he had such a great impact on your life, and mm -hmm. he gave some great advice to you about, yeah. you know, it's not the end of the world, you know, life is about ebbs and flows, yeah. so just understand that. But you also said that you're a very anxious and stressed person. Yeah. I think um, that's good no, to go with my age, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't <laughs> like this. You know, um, I, I, I do... Uh, I wasn't this anxious. I used to be a little bit anxious. See, I think that's the reason why my father was always, you know, trying to push me to stop worrying, to stop being anxious. Uh, maybe it's because of his age and his experiences. He knew it was nothing, you know. I would just sit and cry over a silly thing. And he's like, you know, this is nothing. Why are you just crying? You don't have to be anxious. Things will work out and all that. He's pushed me. But I think... At certain age, maybe I was really not like that. I would not worry 10 years ago if I had a meeting tomorrow morning. I wouldn't sit and think, oh, what should I speak in the meeting? What if they ask me this? But I do that now. Um, I don't know if it's because I feel I'm not that skilled or maybe because uh, I'm... Uh, how do I say this? Um is it like a lack of preparation or just mostly work-related stress? Like, I think I'm not very confident. As I mentioned, you know, I always feel underconfident and I'm like, you know, stressing and, you know, really anxious. And when I deliver, people are like, hey, dude, you were cool. Yeah, you were fine. And I'm like, like yeah. I end up being good, but still every single time I worry. Every single time I worry. I know I can do it. I'm like, you know, I've done it a hundred times. It's okay. But still, a uh, hundred and first time I'll be like okay 
Yeah. I think it's just your process then. I think it's just how you deal with things. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. But I did, you know, have this conversation with my other friends who I grew up with. Um, they also tell the same. They're like, oh man, you know what? Even I'm very anxious, especially about work. Most of them, not about their other things. You know, I, 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 I'm child free. I don't have a child, but my friends have children. So they're like worried about their studies and a lot of other things. So, and then I was like, okay, I'm not the only one. I do have a group of people who who do uh, feel anxious and it's just not me because I wasn't like that and they were not like that we all grew up together I've studied with them so I know how we used to behave during exams or during you know um, any uh, presentations or anything we would be like yeah whatever if you have a presentation at 10 we would sit at 8 o'clock and I'm like okay what are we going to talk about we were like that that chill people and now you know just to talk in a meeting you you're worried all night uh, so I guess just as a last follow-up, sure. what, how, how do you relieve your stress? How do I relieve my stress? Um, I try to sleep, but I end up dreaming about it. So I don't sleep <laughs> well. I, I always think, okay, you know, I'll just sleep for a couple of hours. And then when I wake up, it'll be all fine. But then I end up dreaming about it. So I've stopped doing it. I think I smoke mostly. Yeah. Weed, weed or cigarettes? Weed. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay, perfect. Um, as a as a final takeaway, what do you want listeners of this episode to take away from your experience and your your perspective on the human condition? <sighs> yeah, I think I am somebody who has seen a lot of uh, or, or has faced a lot of challenges. I'm pretty sure there are a lot of out there who have seen worse than me uh, but I would say like you know don't lose yourself um, in the journey um, no matter what uh, how competitive the world gets uh, don't let that get to you just live in the moment take one day at a time and enjoy every single second perfect well with that I just want to thank you so much for joining me it was an absolute pleasure and I hope that you enjoyed yourself as well and it, these questions helped you um, I guess question yourself, your beliefs, and also reaffirm who you are and who you may want to be. And I'm sure when you listen to the episode afterwards, you'll maybe you'll think differently about some of your responses, but overall you'll be happy with the result. And the good thing is that you're always on a constant uh, journey and path towards change and improvement. So thank you so much for participating. It was an absolute pleasure and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Likewise, it was a great pleasure uh, having to talk about myself. Like you said, I think I'm going to reflect on certain uh, answers. But yeah, I, I believe, I do believe um, change is constant. Thank Today's guest talked about the regret she had with a toxic ex-boyfriend, which removed her from an ideal position abroad. Although she decided to end the relationship right away when she got back, that decision still weighs in her today, even if she's learned heavily from it. The person who is unhealthy or toxic for you might be a close friend, relative, work associate, or even your spouse. No matter who it is, if your relationship is harming your mental health, the best decision you can make is to cut them out of your life. Toxic people can make you feel consumed by a negative outlook on yourself or isolate you from people who are truly good for you. While the thought of creating space can be scary or overwhelming, it is important to prioritize your well-being. Although you are not responsible for how people behave, you can end relationships that do not treat you the way you deserve to be treated. Much like our guest today, 
if you recognize these traits of other people, such as manipulation, judgment, constant negativity, narcissism, and those who are demanding of your time, and the people around you, it might be time for them to cut lo- for you to cut them loose or have a serious conversation with them. Misery always loves company, so it's better not to keep company with those types of people because you just end up down in the dumps with them. Be a better friend to yourself and just walk away. That's all I got for today. Thanks for joining me for another episode of 39 Questions. Hope this interview helped you understand more about yourself, the human condition, and the world around you. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share with your network because everyone needs a regular dose of self-reflection and provocation to spice up their life. If you're interested in participating in a future episode, anonymously, of course, please send me an email using the info in the show notes. We'll see you next time for another edition of 39 Questions. Mm-hmm.